0: Ukrainians and Russians coming to the tombs of their friends. Ukrainians coming to the tombs of their cities. Children in Indianapolis coming to the tombs of their friends in a city plagued by gun violence. Millions of people, each. Like Mary, with a name, coming to the tombs of their friends, who have, whose lives have been snatched away by a virus, by an enemy so small that it can't even be seen. All of us, the Church and the world, have come through the disorienting events of these last two years the confusion and the lies and the grief and the pain and the loneliness and the fear. And we've come to a tomb. We've come to a grave, while more graves are still being dug. And What do we find at these tombs? What do we find at each grave that is dug in this world. Not our Lord Jesus, but instead a different Lord, a different kind of Lord whose dominion grows with every grave dug, with every gunshot, with every diagnosis. The Lord whose shadow is long and whose name is fierce, whose name is death. That is who we have encountered this week. That is who we have encountered in these years of pandemic, in this time of war. The strange Lord of all this world's lords, the chasm of nothingness that has opened itself in front of us once again this week, as we have journeyed to the finality of the cross. As St. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. For what do we find at the end of this life but a tomb? Mary went to the tomb of Jesus to find his body. Mary went to the tomb to find death. But when Mary got to the tomb, she found something else. She found something no less frightening, no less disorienting. Mary found an empty tomb. The tomb is empty, and Mary weeps. Because she cannot find her Lord, she does not know where he has gone. Woman, why are you weeping? The stranger asks her. And with just one word, Mary. He calls her by name and she sees with new eyes that the tomb of her friend is empty, not because anyone has taken the body away. She sees that her Lord is not in the tomb because he is standing right in front of her. Mary, he says, teacher, is her reply. At this tomb, at the empty tomb of Jesus, Mary finds not the Lord of death, but the Lord of life, the one who walked with her and taught her, the one who looked down on her from the cross, the one who now stands before her at an empty tomb, and calls her by name Mary. The Lord of death is no more. The Lord of life, Jesus Christ, has triumphed in the grave, and his tomb is empty. As Paul wrote, to that early Christian community trying just like we do to wrap their heads around this astonishing news. In fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. Beloved in Christ, The tomb is empty, the Lord of life has triumphed, and death has been destroyed forever. All those forces in this world that seek to kill, that seek to destroy the beloved children of God, they will not win. Why are you weeping? If Christ has been raised from the dead, then in the words of the great theologian William Plaker, neither death nor those who think they have absolute power because they can kill will ever have the last word. Power-hungry dictators will not win. Violence will not win. Cruelty and racism and injustice and disease will not win. Death will not win. Why are you weeping? Let Mary tell you Christ is alive. Victory comes in Jesus Christ. A victory wrought on a cross. Who would have thought? A victory won in a tomb. Who could have guessed it? The cross of shame a sign of disgrace and exclusion, a sign of failure turned inside out to be a sign of freedom, to be a sign of the limitless love of God for the world he created. The tomb is empty, and we are free. The God who made us The God who loves us has done what we could not do, has offered his body on a cross and won our freedom from the Lord called death. God did not make us for death. God did not create us to be prisoners of hell, neither in this life or in the life to come. At an empty tomb, Christ calls us by name like he called Mary, and by this we know that Christ is alive. By this we know that he is the first fruits that we, too, will share and do share now in his resurrected life. Mary he calls his friend, but no longer just Mary forever known to us as St. Mary, St. Mary Magdalene, the apostle to the apostles, the first to tell the good news of the resurrection. Because of what her Lord has done, she wears a crown in heaven with all the saints, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the mother of our Lord, with those trembling, fearful disciples, with those whose mortal remains rest in these walls and with all those of every time and place who have heard the Lord call them by name, who have met the risen Lord and who now share with him in his resurrected eternal life. Beloved in Christ, why are you weeping? Come, Meet the risen Lord, he is here. He has ascended to his Father like he said, but he meets us still. He calls to us by name still in the cool waters of baptism, in bread and wine offered, in his holy word, and in that comforting voice that he will speak at our own tombs, calling us each by name so that even at the grave, we can make our song. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Go, go, my friends. Tell this world full of graves that you have seen the Lord. Alleluia, Christ is risen.